systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. This is uh, is quickly going to devolve into... In the cat talk here. Look at him fake spray in the wall. I love it when he does that. He wants attention. That's all he I know. He, he does. missed you, Dad. He's bitching, is what he he's is doing. He is a bitchy little cat. He's bitching. He's our uh he's our dumpster cat. He's our uh our, our AJ's animals kitty. What do you want? Our Flint dumpster cat. From the main streets of Flint, Michigan, yeah. Hold he on. literally pushed the studio door open and just started bitching. He came in, meow, 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 meow. And it's not the cute meow. It's no. not the meow, meow. It's meow. It's a very It's dis- very bitchy. Meow, meow. What do you, you want? want? What's up, buddy? He you missed doing? you. He missed you because you he did. were <clears throat> at work all day. Oh, yeah. I'm a working man. Did you file for your uh, last two weeks of unemployment? No, I have to do that today. Do that quick. Normally, <laughs> quick, grab it. <laughs> normally I do it um, on Sunday nights, but I was too, um, I was, you know, worked up about getting back to work, so I didn't think about filing file my unemployment. that unemployment, man. But I thought about it today for some reason. In the middle of my day, I said, oh, shit, I have to file my last two weeks last of unemployment. Last two weeks. We pay into so, that system. You better use it. Look yeah. at him. He missed you. What's up, dude? Everybody in this house was so cranky that you were gone today. Yeah, What's he doing? I should have a kitty. I try, try, try. Hold on. You can hear him purr. <laughs> can you hear him purr? <laughs> he What's missed up? you. What's up, dude? He missed you. You just want to hang out in my arms? Well, because they hang, the cats hang out with me now. Mm-hmm. I I just feel so bad because my schedule is so erratic that like they're, I'm going to throw them off again, but I've been working overnights for the last week from like midnight to like seven 30 in the morning mm-hmm. and the cats sleep in the studio here with me. Yeah. And then this morning, like they and then they're used to you getting up and being around, but you weren't around. So he was, he missed you. Yeah. I went back to work today. You did. For the first time in my, my new career field. Is it okay that I didn't have dinner like on the table when you came in? <laughs> I was expecting a martini, right? Is that how it used to work? Martini? Dad wants a drink. I'm from the south side. It was an old style. <laughs> Where were you from? No, you're fine. It's good. AJ won. It was so cute. You know, um, like she said, she's been on these really wacky overnight shifts. And uh, we talked for the longest time that we are going to go to eat at this um, Tucson steakhouse called El Corral. El Corral. It's been around for a long time, and they serve prime rib. That's what they do. It's not a big menu. No. Because you come for the prime rib. And for a long time, she said, we're going to go to eat there as a celebration dinner for uh, your uh, job. And then that's when I would always say, I don't have a job yet. And she'd say, when you get your job. Now you got a job. And so cute yesterday, uh, she was working one of those crazy overnight shifts. So she was sleeping pretty much all day, woke up for a couple hours, and went to sleep. And somewhere in the middle of it was like, we are going to order takeout from El Corral. (laughs) Because it's your job. And of course, she was like knocked. I thought you got up, watched an episode of Friends, and like went back to sleep. It's been really, really weird, and I don't want to talk about my stuff too much because yours is much more exciting, but it's just, (laughs) it's very weird to like, by the time I'm used to this schedule, it'll be over, but I've been, it's, it's like six straight overnight shifts 
And it's it's New York time, so technically I'm starting at midnight instead of 3 a.m. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm not quite sure when I'm supposed to sleep, when I'm supposed to eat. I really didn't eat much for a solid 36 hours because I just wasn't hungry and I was so tired. And then last night at like 2 a.m., I'm cutting some news briefs. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Oh, my God, am I getting sick? I'm like, no, you dummy, go eat something. So it's very weird. I don't know what... Once again, by the time I'm used to this, it'll be over. When are you so, up? How many more overnights do you have? Uh, I am working tonight, which is technically Tuesday, okay. and then Wednesday, and then I have two days off, and things kind of go back to normal. I think I have two overnight shifts next week, but I don't ever have like six in a row again yeah, like yeah. this. This is just a stretch you just happen to catch. Yeah, this is this is nutty, but it's it's manageable because you know it's going to come to an end. And it's, it's working from home. Yeah, again. It's a I, lot easier to wake up at, at 11.45 p.m., to go to work at midnight. That's what it- I did last night. I, 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 I went to sleep from like 9 to 11.30. I jumped in the shower. I have found, though, that working overnights in my pajamas, wearing shoes is the way to go. I have heard from a lot of folks who've um, learned the wrath of work from home over the past year or so, and they do talk a lot about the routines yes and getting ready getting dressed yeah and and last night and i i have gotten dressed for my overnight shift i mean not anything fancy i mean but, like but yoga still, pants and a you know, shirt not rolling out of bed in the no. same boxers that you were just sleeping in for eight hours no but here's what i found works for me is that i take a quick shower to wake myself up mm-hmm I put on clean pajamas, which for me is a t-shirt and boxer shorts. And then I wear my sandals around the house. Like if you're wearing shoes, it's a lot easier not to kind of. Yeah, sure. You're in work mode. It works. But you, what did you wear to work today? I didn't, he, he, this is the problem now. Like I didn't even hear him leave this morning. I went to sleep. Yeah, you were asleep because I left. I had to be at work this morning. Your alarm went off when my shift ended. (laughs) Did it? Yeah, Yeah. I had to be at work at 830. So I was up at like 720. And um, I kind of bummed around for 20 minutes. Yeah, I wondered what you were doing, and I was just too tired to ask. Just getting coffee, kind of getting acclimated. I, I never um, have been one to rush out of the house, which is why the morning gig, for as long as we did it, kind of sucked for me in that aspect. Because you get up so early, you really don't want to sacrifice more sleep time to to wake to like wake up and, yeah. and acclimate you know instead you're like i'll sleep the longest the, I can. the final minute but um yeah i just kind of got up and got my day started and it does it, it it i think it was kind of poignant the weather today because here in tucson for the last four days mm. it's been raining and that doesn't happen very often yeah, it's humid as balls it was, at work today yeah it, it was, was very humid it's humid today i've, I've been kind of sweaty all day but today's the first day in like four days it's been so and warm and I feel like that got me energized a little bit and I was like what a perfect first day of work for Pat it was he works in like this place he works at is in like a really gorgeous canyon area so it's beautiful yeah visually stunning I wore um some regular I wore chinos and they were beige and I wore um one of my Hawaiian shirts it was the white one with the uh, green leaves on it Kind of cream colored almost. Did you wear brown shoes? I did wear. Okay, brown I was gonna say not not black. You wore no, brown with that. Wore, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wore uh, some brown shoes. Can I say by the way, and and this is something I felt for a while now, but not only am I glad that the work from home thing. By the way, I like. Do you like how she had to mother me right there, what? just like your mom would? She'd oh, be yeah. like, "Hold on, what color shoes did you wear?" I mean, you have a great sense of Come style, on. and I I trusted you would pick in the fact, right shoes. And in fact, hold on, not mother me like my mom. My mom would have probably put the black shoes on me. Yeah, but, she would. Would have. But I like not only do I love that the work from home thing is becoming 
more acceptable. Not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I do see a lot of um, employers pushing back against it. But for, I mean, it, it makes sense. We all stayed home for the last year and realized what's really important. And most of us realize we can work from home and still get our job done. Not me. But I, <laughs> but I do like how I think um, dress codes are kind of relaxed a little bit more. Um. And, and, and like just overall, because like I, I went to the mall with my mom when she visited here, when she came to Tucson. And one of the things I noticed about every store employee so they were dressed really casual and just had their name tag on. And I'm like, how awesome. Like, they get to be comfortable. Because when I worked at Victoria's Secret, we had to wear a blazer. Nobody walking Oh, yeah, in, that's old school. Nobody yeah. walking into that store for panties gave a shit if I was wearing a blazer or a rain jacket. But yeah. we, we, we had to wear a blazer. But I'm just glad, like, I'm glad that, like, you can wear a Hawaiian shirt and some nice pants. Well, yeah, I mean, but I still have a dress code. I still have to wear like pants and oh, shoes. Oh, I know, but I, I, I'm glad that like it's it's a little more relaxed because people are more productive you when know, they're comfortable and the less money you have to spend on clothes, the better. It all depends what it is you're doing, Yeah, man. that's true. You know, yeah. that's 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 really what the, the whole work from home economy uh, relates to is what is it you do and is it something that's feasible to do from home? And yeah. listen, if, if you work with two hands, I get it. Yeah, uh, probably not. You got to leave your house uh, if you work with what I do, which is with people. You got to uh, work in person. You know, yeah, a, a lot of folks are choosing to go back to work in person now that we can. So you know, how'd you spend your day without me, though? Do you lonely? Um, I slept from seven thirty to one thirty, which I probably could have slept till two thirty. But our son was like, "Hey, can you get up and make me a hot pocket?" <laughs> now this is the best part. So. We, this is a very, um, again, odd time with AJ working some of these rotating shifts, but I did talk to our son last night. I said, Hey buddy, you know, I'm going back to work and he's never known me to be on a schedule like this. He's all like, as far as my son's been concerned for work, I'm gone in the morning. Yeah. And when he gets home from school, I'm there. And then we've always had the same schedule too. So this is very weird. So I explained to him, like, hey, dude, I'm going to be gone for, like, these hours throughout the week, and especially with mom working overnights. I said, do me a favor. Just try to take it easy around here. Try to yeah. try to uh, let mom sleep. Try to just keep the noise down. Try to just entertain yourself, because I'm thinking you need as much sleep as possible. Yeah. And as soon as I get home, I'm like, so how, so, so did you sleep in? Did you sleep all right? And she goes, well, yeah, until our son woke me up. <laughs> Yeah. It was weird, and I could tell I was sleeping, like, deep. Like, I, I could have slept for another hour. Mm-hmm. He walked into the bedroom and, like, held my hand and just sat on the bed. And I started dreaming that somebody was holding my hand. Just held your hand. And that's why I, my eyes jolted open, and he goes, <laughs> just making sure you're okay, Mom. <laughs> and I'm like, I'd be great if you would let me sleep, like, one more hour. But I had... I had tons of stuff to do it's today. Like so. a toddler. It was okay. It, not a big deal. I had to go to the post office. I had to go to the store. Instead of watching. And, you were, and you're not home now. I'm not. No. Like the last, you know, couple of weeks that I've been working, if I needed something done, Pat would do it because he wasn't working. Now you're, you're on working. your own, lady. I'm on my own. You got to wake up with the kid. You got to, oh. you know, in, but, but at least instead of watching Elmo these days, you just watch him play like Mortal Kombat, yeah. which. Hey! Which, which sure. AJ is sorry, uh, cat uh, problems. AJ is wholly offended by. Oh my god! FYI. What the hell? Listen, I'm. 
I'm a horror movie aficionado. There's not much stuff that grosses me out. Why the hell is the new Mortal Kombat video game so graphic and disgusting? AJ's officially turned into a tipper gore. She's very upset that our son plays Mortal Kombat. Well, you know, and it's, I know it's crotchety. They're hilarious. <laughs> it's, they're like so over the top. They're ripping like I spines said, out and They're stuff. like pulling skeletons out of people's bodies and then yeah. sawing the skeleton in half with like a, a blade Why does shaped that bother like a you? Why does that bother you? Because it's That's gross. What I want to know. It's gross. And it's not even our son. Like, it's not like I want to shelter him from that. I'm more upset by you're it. You're supposed to enjoy your time with him. You're supposed to say, wow, look at that spine buster. That was Good so freaking gross and unnecessary. Holy shit, look what you did to that guy. That's amazing. <laughs> disgusting. Did, you, did your parents ever sit down and like try to uh, uh, like hang out during video game time? No. Cause that's, our see, video games were, because, you know, kids, uh, 80s, 90s kids, the uh, game system was never in the living room. That yeah, was, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was like yeah. a pipe dream yeah. like to have that in the living room. There was an off TV that you got to use. Yeah, yeah. we had one of those giant, um, those like floor sitting TVs. Big cabinets. A big cabinet yeah. that I think the previous owners left it in our duplex. Yeah. Which, and which so is, that's where the game system went. <laughs> and we, we just kind of relegated ourselves to the basement and played you all You never day. had to worry about one of those TVs getting stolen. No. Yeah, I mean, that thing, <laughs> people would come to your house, kick in the door, they take everything except the tv because that's too much damn work Do you know what we didn't take when we moved out of the duplex that What's tv that? That, TV, yeah. <laughs> that stayed next there for the next people <laughs> no i my parents never like sat and watched us play video games i never really asked them to that was kind of like i think my thing. mom attempted to once yeah because we had like two living areas where i grew up and one was my mom's and one was my grandparents. So my video game system was on my mom's. Oh, so, so yeah. I had to kind of work around her schedule. And I think, yeah, like the one time, so will show me how. It was Super Mario Brothers. Didn't go Oh, well. didn't go over well. No. Have you tried to play with them? Um, no. Yeah. I mean, I love Mortal Kombat. I played it as a kid, but not this version. My See, God. It's different now because our parents, we were the first generation of gamers. So our parents like, like didn't, didn't play games, didn't get it. But now you're being raised like he's, you know, we were, we were kids that grew up with video games and he has video games. Yeah. I so. do remember the first time he saw us play video games and he was really weirded out. He was like, I didn't, I didn't know you guys knew how to play. Yeah. Right. And I was like. Oh, child. Like, you know how you spend eight hours a day in the basement I'll with your video games? I did the same thing. Never forget that it was a babysitter who actually taught him how to play video games. Really? He, the, 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 the Wii U, which was the most modern video game system we had in the At house. At the time, yeah. Because I wasn't a gamer. I wasn't one of these dudes that, like, kind of continued on the phenomenon. Um, I gave it up in college. So I got the Wii U and that came out because it was cool and we uh, we were moving to Seattle. Yes. I'm like, oh, it'll be cool. Me and you will play with it, right? That's No, that was just the Wii, wasn't it? Yeah. The original oh, Wii. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, yeah, that's right. The Wii U Say is the, Wii U is the new sm- one. Yeah. So like the Wii where you're the like, original. oh, I'm playing fucking tennis. Well, that's, yeah, that's we back so when everybody was like, you can be, a, you know, physical. Wireless. With, it's not. It's, no wires. It's like the, the modern version of the power pad. Yeah. Oh, God damn. You're right. I love my power pad. Um, but so like we had that and that was the only video game system we had. And my son, when he was like, I don't know, maybe two, two to three saw me playing and I think I was playing like Mario, like a real dumb game. Yeah. 
And he liked to watch, and he would get get me and say, Dad, you play. You play. He just wanted to watch. He wanted to watch. Yeah. Right? This is before YouTube, before he yeah. knew how to dial up, you know, hours of endless video game playing online. So he's like, you play, you play. And then we went out, and this was in our house in Plover. And we went out for something. And we, and we had a babysitter. And when we came back, they were both downstairs. And he had the controller in his hand. And like she was helping him. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Remember that one? That one's jump. He's like, okay, okay. You know? And I remember like she was the one who made the transition with him from, well, you don't want to watch me play. Don't you want to play? And like that was, that's it. I've never talked to my son since. (laughs) We haven't seen him. I don't know where he is right now. That was 11 years ago. He might still be in Plover playing video games. (laughs) That was 11 years ago. I think maybe he has an Xbox by now. No, but so that's cool. That's fun. Glad you guys had fun. Yeah, it was fun going to work, man. I haven't worked like an actual, um, I, I call it nine to five in a loose way. It's not like I'm working some kind of construction line or something like yeah. that. Not like I'm punching a clock. I'm a salaried uh, employee, but um, I am going somewhere and I'm expected to be there for, you know, eight hours a day. Yeah. It's between the hours of eight something and how was the commute well it was fine it was beautiful it's i was just, wondering what the commute is like just traffic wise because we haven't really lived in a city that has a, in, a tough commute listen, in a everything while everything in tucson is 20 minutes away it is all right i just want you if anyone's if you're ever thinking about visiting tucson i'd say no i i'd go between 20 and 30 minutes 20 or 30 because it's really but like 20 is a good yeah a good start well point. what we figured out here is that there is one highway that goes between here and phoenix and that's it. There that's are it. no little like um, there aren't any that like spout off or anything like that. Yeah. So it's side roads everywhere, which is actually not a bad thing. It doesn't bother me. Much. Eight, eight, 30 minutes on the highway versus 30 minutes on side roads. Yeah. I'd rather do the side roads. So, yeah, no, I mean, it was uh, everything. This is 30 minutes away, which is, again, within our 20 minute to 30 yeah. minute range of everything. It's a, it's a nice drive. I drove it today during pretty much prime time. Yeah. I mean, 8, 8 a.m. I would think is pretty much like when the most people will be commuting. Uh, Total inside baseball. Are they doing construction on Oracle during the day or is that just at night? I didn't notice any during the day. Okay, that's good then. (laughs) So, but you know, so yeah, so it was just a a normal drive. Wasn't too heavy a traffic. It's 30 minutes. So again, I grew up in Chicago and when I did some commutes downtown for either work or school, I, I went to college downtown you would block off an hour, an hour yeah. to an hour and a half of your time total. Yep. So I knew if I had a class at 1130 yep. that I had to be moving by 10, whether that meant driving to the you know uh, train station and parking yep. and hopping on a train, or if I'm driving my own car, getting on a highway yep. and then having to find parking. So, you know, 30 minutes to me is like, it's half an hour. It's very acceptable. Yeah. Half an hour there, half an I hour back. I think once back. you start getting... To an hour and above. An hour. Anything above yeah. an hour because then you always got to go round trip. So you got to yeah. round it up. You got two hours a day. You're in your car. We had a bunch of employees when we worked in Flint, Michigan. We had a whole bunch of like senior management um, who lived in far off counties. Yeah. Like and, Port Huron and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they lived up by uh, Saginaw. And so they there weren't, would, it was interesting. There weren't a lot that lived near Detroit. They all lived like North. Very boonie. Yeah. Very yeah, out yeah. in the boonies. Yeah. But so, but they would drive like an hour and a half in. And of course, 
Time's a bike, too. That's yeah. three hours. It, and it sucked, too, because, like... And um, I'm thinking, how much fucking money are they paying yeah. you? Because that does not seem... Well, that's what I've been talking to my coworkers, my new coworkers about, because all of them live in New York City. So, yeah, now... Or, or, I'm sorry, now, not in New York City, but in the, the area. The tri-state area. Yeah, the tri-state area. So, now, hold on. Explain to everyone. You are pretty much the first official... Like full time virtual. Well, I'm not full time. Well, part-time. yeah, but but still, you're pretty much this department's um, first. Like, I'm not All here. Virtual hired. employee. Yeah. They will never see you in person. That yeah. is not part of your deal. Yeah. To ever be face to face with anyone, everyone you are working with used to be in person and since the pandemic they're all working from home okay now it's funny because um they're trying to open up the building again mm-hmm. i mean they have opened it up it's in yeah. manhattan i forgot where uh, 53rd maybe something like that um but they've opened up the building but they're real loose about like hey you know, some people say they want to come back. Most people don't. Yeah. Like, whatever. I mean, but, especially now with, like, the Delta variant. And, and let me tell you, by the way, and I'll mm. complain about this in a minute. Go ahead. But um, <laughs> there's nobody more sick of hearing about COVID than yeah. news people. We'll, 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 touch, we'll touch on that in a minute. <laughs> um, but I've talked to all of, them, of my coworkers, and, like, they're all, they, they've told me the saga of working in New York City. They're like, we, sure. none of us want to go back into the building because they're like, we spend $200 a week on commuting, yeah. parking, food. And they're like, you know, it adds an extra hour and a half, two hours to, to each day. They're like, if they'll let you work from home all the time, maybe they'll let us work from home all the time. So I see a lot of people petitioning for that, that I'm working with, but it's just, you know, it's stuff I don't think about because I've never lived in or near New York city. And, and the amount they pay to just drive into the city and the traffic and the food, it's, it's an, an insane cost. I mean, 200 bucks a week, Think about that. That's a lot. Which is interesting because, and and it's a little bit of a dated reference because of just the way the economy is now, but where I grew up in Chicago, that was often your trade-off between the guys, the blue collar mainly, who worked in the neighborhoods versus people who put on a suit and tie yeah. and worked downtown. It was the neighborhood guys, you could put your lunch in a pail or, you know, Nikki's hot dog st- yeah. shack is down the block and everyone goes there and gets an order. Um, and you're 10 minutes away from home. Yeah. You know, if, if you get off at 5.30, by 5.45, you can crack a cold one on your porch. Yeah. As opposed to people who would go downtown and then all of a sudden you got to factor in, what am I paying for a train? Yeah. If I'm driving, what's gas? What's parking? Yep. What's just wear and tear on your car? Then you got to talk about eating. Everything's upcharged because now you're downtown. Well, so and, I get yeah. where you know this is the the same thing where they're saying if I can stay out here in Jersey and save money yeah. and eat lunch at home because and that's most what, of them do live in oh, Jersey. Every yeah. every single one of my friends, ninety seven percent of them who say. I work in New York City. That's great. They don't live there. No. They work there, but they don't live but, there. But, and it makes sense, too, because usually when you work downtown in any big city, you get paid a little bit more than yeah. somebody who might work out in the burbs. But when you think about it, what you, you spend get, it, man. you spend it you just spend working it. downtown. It's there's There was one guy um, who we were talking about um, the work from home thing, and he was telling me how like not all the public transportation's back in Manhattan yet. Yeah. He's like, and cause they've got him working overnight shifts like me. And he goes, there's no public transportation so at that be, time. Anyways, be able to get there. And yeah. he's literally said, Hey, I'd have to buy a car if you want me to come back into the studio. Otherwise I'm happy working from home. 
Yeah. And, figured- and that's, and it's funny because like in the regular radio world, they'd be like, well, go buy a car. But I don't see them telling him in this situation, you need to go buy a car yeah. to drive into Manhattan. But it's just, it's interesting. And I feel bad because like, I'll never have the problem where I have to say, um, do you want me back in the building? Because I will always be because, remote. Well, yeah, you are and the like, like virtual yeah. employee. This was, hey, this is uh, Jen. That's your real name. And uh, yeah. this is Jen. And she's virtual. She's out there in Arizona. Hi, Jen. And well, that's who you are. The only really, dr- the only real. You're dr- Jombie. You'll always yeah. be Jombie. Um, the only real drawback, and I wouldn't even call it a drawback, is the time change. Because it actually works out better for me. Cause I get, I may start earlier, but I get yeah. done earlier, which I like, but there were like two people who were training me who were like, you know, if you had somebody right over your shoulder, it would be easier to get this done, but you can share your screen on zoom now. So like I could share my screen with my trainer and they could see exactly what I was doing and tell me what I was doing wrong. And I mean, it really, it all worked out pretty well. I mean, I, 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 now I question like why they needed people in the building to do this. We can all do it from home. Yeah, sure. I like it, man. Good for you. I love it. I love working from home. And it's you great. save money on lunch. See, that's my thing. My, uh, my, except for last night, I feel bad. Because oh, you, yeah. You door dashed a bunch of stuff, I, right? Yeah. The only time I've, I door dashed, um, uh, what is it called? A pokey bowl or poke bowl? Yeah. Pokey. I, I don't, uh, door dashed a pokey bowl, a smoothie. And then last night at like three o'clock in the morning when I realized I hadn't eaten for almost an entire day because my sleep schedule is thrown off. I uh, door dashed Denny's breakfast, which was nothing wrong with that. Kind of amazing. Nothing wrong with that. It's just so weird to have somebody pull up to your house Listen. at that hour and like come to your door and you're like, oh, they're here with my breakfast. Hey, man. Now, see, now you're but thinking. Otherwise, now you're thinking like a New Yorker. See, now the yeah. New Yorkers, you know, now it's rubbing <laughs> off on you because that's the one thing that binds all my New York friends is that anything can happen at any time of the well, day. That's why I, anything like, can be delivery, and this was pre-pandemic. Okay, yeah, no, this was if I wanted a taco, a sandwich. And a bottle of ketchup. You could get that delivered. I was actually shocked at how many places were open. I expected to open my DoorDash app yeah. and see nothing. And no. I'm like, oh, I'll have to. Because I don't want to cook at 3 o'clock in the yeah. morning. And I hadn't really planned ahead. But, man, I'm like, holy cow. I can get Denny's. I can get a taco. I can get IHOP. I can get whatever I want. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Dude, my um my new workplace has a uh, a cafeteria. I feel like I like I work at Google. So is that now you say cafeteria and yes. I feel like that's got a negative connotation. It to does. It. Doesn't it? Why is that? I don't know. Because you say cafeteria food and people just expect like slop on a plate. I don't know, man. Because most, most cafeterias like schools and stuff like that for the longest, when we were growing up, food was gross at school. I'll tell you what, I did Catholic school, uh, lunches, uh, Catholic school. My mom paid for the hot lunch. And I'd say if, if I had to rate it like one out of 10, I'm going to give it like a solid seven. That's not bad. It was good. There were definitely... Uh, you know, those of us that went to public school, Yeah, you know. see, now I, I heard the lore of like the public school Oof. pizza and all that shit. And like... It I, was so cute to see all of my class. I never really got hot lunch. I didn't really care for it. But I saw all of my friends like fake get excited for like pizza Fridays or taco Tuesdays. And the food was shit. But that's like, that's all they had to get excited about. They're like pizza Friday, man. Yeah. It wasn't even good pizza. Yeah. I used to get excited about, we had uh, spaghetti that I really liked. We had a chili con carne, which was really good. We had these little pita pockets that were good. So, you know what I liked is when um, my high school, they brought in like a little cart that sold like bagels, milk, chips. Oh, look at you, high roll. So there was everybody in the hot lunch line. The fuck is this a baseball game? Well, no, but it was kind of nice because like, 
I'd bring like a sandwich and a bottle of water, and then I could get like my chips and a cookie at the cart. Water, Gatorade. <laughs> uh. The cat. So yeah, how's the cafeteria at work? Well, what do you have today? You said you had lasagna. I had lasagna hey. with a little meat sauce on top of that. Mm. What's a broccoli? Yeah, when I was getting ready for lunch, because yeah, like you, uh, like you kind of said, where my work is is out in a, a canyon area, and it, it's residential. But I did notice there's not a lot of restaurants around. No, there. and it's funny you say that because our son's band practice is over yeah. there, okay. and every time I've taken him, I'm like, "There's no fast food to grab on the way home." Yeah, there is. It is very residential and business. So I realized quickly, "Uh oh, we're gonna have to figure something Let's out." Figure out lunches, and yeah. then that's when they said, "Oh, just so you know, we have a cafeteria Fabulous. here, and and employees can purchase lunches, and it's a very reasonable price." And I was like, "Let's see how this is," and and it was it was good food. That's an awesome option to have and it is because i would blow so much money on lunches and because i would get so Oh my god i spent 22 dollars on breakfast at three in the morning and i felt terrible about it Yeah, but that's a different circumstance you know what i'm saying because (laughs) but like no just think about it think about me and the lunches i used to rack up doing the radio show yeah like i would probably leave work and go get lunch every day yeah so probably a ten dollar ten eleven dollar uh, lunch every single day because I'm not going to do. I've only DoorDash stuff three yeah. times since I started work. I usually make my own. So food. that was fifty to sixty bucks every week. I was blowing on lunches, and I think they're charging us like four bucks. That's nice. Yeah, and That's awesome. it's a decent food. And you said so. you got a cool office. I do now. It's not mine yet. It's someone else's. I'm shadowing them, and then they're going to move on. And when they do, I'll officially. It's kind of like a you know, it's like a uh, was it a hermit crab? You have to wait for someone to get out of your shell. <laughs> <laughs> then you crawl into the shell. You're like, no, it's my shell. So what's the deal? You said, when you say that, you said this, I'm confused. Go ahead. They told you, you have the only office with a water water fountain. Yeah. Are you talking about like a drinking fountain or an actual water fountain? Not a bubbler, you Not scone. a bubbler. <laughs> you scone. That's what they're called, damn it. It's We're a bubbler. just talking about. Is it an actual like fountain? Uh, not a water fountain. It's a uh, water cooler. Water cooler. Oh, okay. So it is, you drink yeah. the water from it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, so. You say so, fountain and I think about like a decorative fountain. Yeah. First okay. off. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I do not have a actual <laughs> water fountain like from a vineyard Listen, uh, sitting inside my office. I have been to many a therapist that I love have, the fact that you thought I did though. They have. I've been to many therapists that have all that kind of calming <laughs> shit in their office. No, it is a, uh, like I said, it is a. Uh, Look at all these cats. I know. They're Dude, all, all the animals business. missed him so much. They're like rubbing up against all him. All up in my shit. <laughs> Um, no, uh, like I described, it's a, it's an inpatient facility and we have a lot of different areas where things are happening and we are also in Arizona. So water is very important Yes, and there is water, uh, fountains and that's what I call them, but if you call them something else. A and bubbler. They're a bubbler, <laughs> but they're. No, but what you're talking about, not a bubbler. Not a bubbler. No. Okay. So, but, but there are water stations all over this place and they talk about how employees and patients and everyone You'll see them with the jugs, and I go, oh, my, my wife's got a jug got at home. I hydro jug. Well, and it's a very interesting, uh, like, kind of lifestyle yeah. change because mm-hmm. our whole family, we've always been big water drinkers. We don't really keep soda in the house. We do now, just now for shits and giggles. Yeah. But, I mean, we we go through, like, a case every two weeks. It's yeah, not. I, I was, I was going to say it's very limited. But between three people, we really kind of spread yeah. it out. Yeah. Pat, Pat and I are so old now that we – you want to split a Dr. Split Pepper because I'm not going to finish it. That's what we do. We split them. Um, but uh, it's a very different lifestyle here in Arizona because you have to drink water, water. yeah. Even if you're not doing anything. You're just – you're living in a desert. Yeah. And I kept trying to tell my mom that. She goes, well, I'm inside in the air conditioning. I'm like, the it doesn't matter. 
matter. You have to drink water all day. Yeah, this place, uh, we offer a lot of outdoor activities, um, uh, not only with like horses, but yoga and, and swimming and all types of stuff. So you got to have water all over, not, not only for people that work there, but folks who are uh, living there getting treatment. So I actually have my own water cooler in the office that I'm in. Oh, I'm so excited. So I could be. When can uh, I come see your office? I don't know. I don't know. Can I bring you lunch? I don't know. That's good. I have no idea. That's a great question. I don't know. I obviously what the rules wasn't going to do that on it's your like first a, day. It's like but. an inpatient facility, so I don't even know what the rules are. I mean, I would imagine I can come see you at some yeah. point. I mean, it's so. I, I totally just want to see where you work and check I know out your you office. Do. I know you do. Well, it's uh, really neat. It used to be, and I'll get some history about it. I'm sure I'll dig more up. But it used to be like a uh, all boys school, I guess, for like years and okay. years. And so they said, I mean, so you, when you look at it in that context, I go, Oh, okay. Like, that, like yeah. I could see see it being a campus somewhere. You yeah. may send a child, something like. So that. you feeling good? I feel good. Your about first it. day at work. Yeah, I, I was good, so man. worried that like he would come home crabby and tired and like just you know. No, that's just a, when I used to work in radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there's one thing I remember growing up, my dad would always come home from work crabby as hell and tired see now like, tell you, me about you, that you experience. had to stay like 10 feet away from him until about six thirty. <laughs> can you tell me about that because there's a joke in, about that in uh the wonder years right because uh the wonder years you can stream that now the entire series and by the way who's not excited for the black wonder years <laughs> they're it's doing the really wonder about time they're doing the wonder years again and now it's going to be from an african-american point of view isn't i'm it like, excited to watch isn't it. it like don Cheadle? don don Cheadle's voice gonna be amazing but no like i meant they did a whole episode about how they knew the kind of mood their dad was in when he got home from work by how he put down his briefcase yes oh my and god if it was like like a thud or if it was like light or you know and me growing up without my dad around and my mom just always kind of operating on like insano mode. Um, what would like, was that an actual thing? Like when a dad came home from an old nine to five, was it like, oh shit, dad's in a mood. Um, like, get out of here. Don't ask him for anything. Uh, that's the problem is that my mom will be like, wait till your dad gets home and then ask him. And I'm like, oh shit, that's not the answer I want. Like I want you. Sure. To, Cause I'm like, I don't want to talk to him when he gets home. Cause he might be in a bad mood. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was the way he put his briefcase down, but like you just knew. Yeah. And if, if he walked in the house crabby, that dinner wasn't ready already. You knew it was bad. <laughs> You knew he had a really bad, because like. What a dick. Are you telling me he really was that much of like an old school boomer that yeah. he came home and he's like, I want my din din on the table. Yeah, well, and he would. And if he didn't have it, he'd get crabby. I mean, if he. Holy smokes. No, no. I got to start upping my bitchy, <laughs> bitchiness around no, here. No, to be fair, he was, when he was crabby about yes. dinner not being ready, you knew it was because of something else. Like yes. he had a bad oh, day. Oh, so he was just taking it out. Yeah, he was just us. taking it out on us. So yeah. he was just taking, taking it out on your poor you, mother. We, no, we all. God damn it! Where's my Taco Tuesday? We very much. Um, it, it all came out at the dinner table. You could tell what kind of mood he was in because he would come home, and like you knew, you had to turn yeah. off, get away from the TV in the living room. It's now Dad's TV. Yeah. Get get away from it. And he, if he came to dinner crabby, it means he had a really bad day because he didn't he didn't wind down. If he came to dinner in a good mood, it means uh, today was okay. I wouldn't say there was ever like a time he walked in the house like whistling Dixie. Like he See, didn't give it. He was not like, this was a great day. It was never like See, that. See, it was so weird because, yeah, I grew up with my mom and my grandparents. So they were retired. And like I said, my mom just always operated on like a just level A million 10. miles a minute. Yeah. So she was always coming in like her little hurricane. 
And I never had that. And then when, when I would see my dad during the summer, he always came home in a pretty good mood because my dad just really, really doesn't like being at work. So as long as he wasn't <laughs> there, he was relatively happy. Yeah. He's like, I'm not here. And he was usually half in the bag by the time he got yeah, home. That's too. why. So he was, he was happy too. <laughs> but like, but I remember I had friends yeah. who were just like you when it was like, dude, when my dad gets home, that's when like this little eruption happens or that's when you ask this question and yeah. it's all gauged on what kind of mood they're in. Oh, or and- if you were at a friend's house after school, when their dad came home, you left. Cause like I don't yeah. shit could hit the fan real fast. Am I that dad now? Oh shit. No. I didn't even think about that. I don't that. think you will be. I'm that dad now. I'm the dad who comes home and they're all gonna be like, Oh, is he in Uh-oh. a good mood? Is he in a bad mood? <laughs> I'm that dude. Where's my dinner? God damn it, Taco <laughs> Tuesday. We know. The air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel belted radios and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. So my mom asked me today what the big news stories of the day are, because now I'm working for a news corporation. It is true. It does suck to uh, watch the news with AJ, because she knows everything now. Especially now that I'm working overnight shifts. Like, before you even get up, I can tell you everything that's happened. (laughs) I mean, it, it would be like watching a movie with someone who's seen every movie, yeah. even before you've seen it, because they're a special screener. So she knows everything. <laughs> I, I know nothing. She Pat, knows all. He walked into the, uh, the, the studio, the home office here on Sunday, and I had a rundown of one of the Sunday morning news shows in front of me yeah, before it like, aired. And he's like, oh, wow, magic. that's really cool. Magic. You know what they're going to talk about before they talk about it. Fancy. But uh, my mom, she's like, so what are the big news stories today? And I said, COVID. World still sucks. COVID and the Olympics and more <laughs> COVID at the Olympics. I have so much more sympathy for my friends in news than I ever have before now. Because if you think you're sick of hearing about COVID, guess who is more sick of it? Anybody who works in the news. It is re goddamn ridiculous. That is all it's about right now is governors pleading with with citizens saying don't be stupid go get the vaccine because you're driving the numbers up now this is going to be really weird and it's actually really kind of cool my news consumption has been at historic lows it has much like lake mead um (laughs) oh that's sad that's not good the hoover dam I have uh, minimally been absorbing news just because my life has been very hectic and moving and all this stuff. 
Um, and, and we're both kind of news junkies. We are. So it's weird for me to be yeah. disconnected. So I was, I'll tell you, when, when I moved here before you guys... I watched the news every night, Did you? which I don't normally do. I was watching back in Michigan. Yeah. I was, I was, tr- I was having trouble with the time change though, trying yeah. to figure out where, when and where it was on. But like, yeah, you know, you haven't been immersed in the news as much as you normally So are. let me tell you, as someone now who is, I would say, average to maybe a little bit less than averagely informed, um, what's up with all them governors? Oh my like, God. Like, I don't know because, I mean, is uh, Ducey doing it? Like, all I know is that we're in Arizona. So I don't know what, what, what Ducey's saying. That's, so, is he um, one of these guys? Or like, what's happening? The one that's made the news in the last couple of days is Kay Ivey. She is the governor of Alabama, Alabama, right? yeah. yeah. And she and all of these governors of traditionally very conservative states. These, these are southern, southern, yes, yeah, southern, southern, Tennessee su- southern is, yeah. Republican states. Yeah, um, they are begging people to get the vaccine okay. because the Delta variant is like running rampant right now. Um, St. Louis, Los Angeles, they're both back to indoor mask mandates and on public transportation. Um, So this is no joke. And like the doctors are like, it's more, um, I, one of the greatest quotes I heard yesterday because it, it it just resonated. Um, This is not COVID-19. This is something else. And it's worse. They're like, it's, it's a variant of COVID, but they're like, this isn't the COVID we've dealt with for the last year. It's way more contagious. So since you are a little bit more hyper-informed than I am at the moment, what's up with the breakthrough cases? Because I keep hearing about breakthrough cases. Now, breakthrough cases, if you don't know, are cases of people who've been diagnosed with COVID, um, even though they are fully vaccinated. So they they haven't talked too much about the breakthrough cases, although I is did. Is it that minimal or is it just that it catches your eye? Um, I feel like it catches your eye. Well, um, so yesterday I was um, working on a news story from uh, about churches in Alabama. And they're like churches in general right now are trying to figure out do we go back to online services? Do we keep it sure. in person? And the one person they interviewed, he's a pastor and he's fully vaccinated. He's also tested positive for COVID. That's and he, crazy. and he's like, aside from losing my smell, I feel fine. But he goes, I am fully vaccinated. So, so that's why they're like, nobody knows what to do because it's such a shit show. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I just, I have so much more sympathy for my friends in the media because trust me, like all we are trying to do is get the news out there. It is not, yeah, some channels have an agenda, but for the, for the most part, all these news people are just trying to get the news out there. And oh my God, it's, everything is, listen, and even, even the Olympics. Holy shit. Did you hear about the typhoon? <laughs> there is a, uh, a, I think a category three typhoon heading towards Tokyo right now. Okay. One, hold on. A typhoon just came out of my cat's mouth. Look at that. Oh, did he puke? It's nice. Oh, you jerk. Look at that. Well, at least he puked on the, the hardwood floor and nice, the rug. Nice, warm. What the hell is wrong with you? Get out of here. Hurricane <laughs> of puke. Uh, no, it's a typhoon. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's There's what... There's a typhoon coming. <laughs> yes. See, that's my thing. All day, I've been dealing with other people's problems. And oh. guess what? These people don't care about the news. No. So, um, hold on. There's, there's a, a typhoon. typhoon coming towards Tokyo. Yeah. This is fucking Godzilla. When's Godzilla coming? I don't know, but I know When they... does Godzilla come out? And fight Mecha Godzilla. They have uh, rescheduled like rowing events and stuff like that, but Get it's just out of time. It is so weird to like it's it's all COVID in the Olympics right now. That's it. It's Delta variant in yeah. the Olympics, and even the Olympics. For every cool story about the Olympics, there are four stories about athletes who have tested positive and cannot. And and I mean, there are 
tons of Japanese protesting. They like, said like no one's watching the Olympics either. It's at a, what did I say, a 33-year low. So no one's watching. The people where- Only 23% of Japan's residents are okay. vaccinated. So no one's watching it here. I can't yeah. say for around the world. But here no one's watching. And the people who are throwing it don't really want us there anyways. Yeah. It's very weird. It's It teeters between like- this event is supposed to bring us together and blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of okay. leans the way of well, we on. shouldn't be doing this. I want to talk about the Olympics. So we're going to do that. But before we move okay. on totally, please hug your local news person. All right. Just My go just give, give them a hug. Listen. They are not the enemy. Right, I promise yeah. you they're not. Every It's insane. Okay. I it's, keep asking her every night where the secret bunkers are. I keep asking her about the secret handshake. She won't give it up. It's very monotonous work, but no, I, I he keeps I, he'll sneak up behind me and during my overnight shift and be like, "Is this where you become the mainstream yes. media? Is this it? God. When do we start the disinformation? Like it is so. <laughs> you have no idea. It is so hard. You have no idea how much my uncle Earl wants you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to move on to the Olympics because as much as it is marred in. Even more now. Oh, my God. Even more bullshit with a typhoon. I, I wanted to wake you oh up my goodness. at 3 a.m. when I got that story. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> um, you know, there's all this kind of controversy around it, which I do like that they acknowledge on TV. NBC's eating a big dick and because <laughs> they have to. I mean, well, they're putting, they have to put lipstick on a pig. Listen, they paid for the rights. I do not work by for NBC, by the yeah. way. <laughs> so you have to, you know, you paid for the rights. You got to put it on. They, they, I mean, they already postponed it yeah. an so, entire year, which is unheard of. So you know, they are they're they're at least not covering it up. It's, no. it's it's not like they're trying to pretend it's 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 perfect land. There are no spectators. There's, it's very messed up. Now, with all that being said, no one's watching it. There's protest, all this shit. I am having a blast and a half digging through all the wacky, insane sports, and this is because <laughs> I got to really kind of. Oh, oh! this one to just how we consume media. I've got a Peacock app, which has a dedicated oh. page, which has dedicated tabs. Do you remember when for you... For anything and everything. You used to have to go by like a TV guide and say, oh, swimming's on at four. Don't miss it. And so, like, you don't have to do that anymore. It's not even that because the last couple of years, we all know we got hip to uh, DVRs. And, yeah. then, and then every NBC Universal property would carry stuff. Yeah. But still, for it now all to be centralized and visualized... And I'm going through sports, and there's so many first-time sports this year. Yeah. Look, can I tell you, skateboarding, which, oh, my good, Listen. Pat, used to, you have to tell everybody. I was a skater yes. growing up. There so. are pictures of him doing all kinds there. of, what are they called? Al, Ali, what are they called? Ali-oops. Ali-G's? Ali-oops? <laughs> Holy shit. No, I was a skater growing up uh, for a while. I'd say probably from, like, 11 to, like, probably 14, 15 is when I finally phased out. But, you know... Um, it's amazing to see skateboarding become an Olympic sport. Surfing is now an it's Olympic so sport. So cool. Um, what else was I watching? It's like a rock wall, but I think it's called sport climbing. It's sport climbing, yeah. Sport climbing. I don't know what that is. That's a sport now. We were watching. Um, it's not Tabled. called. We were watching table yeah, tennis. Yeah, it's not called ping pong. It's, it's table, table tennis. tennis. But man, 
it's boring as hell, man. I mean, they don't, it's not like. Because it, it's, it's, it's the, the uh, qualifying rounds. It, I mean, it lasts for like, I think they get the ball across oh, maybe I'm, five I'm, or six I'm, times I'm, and I'm, somebody I'm, misses I'm, it and they have to reset. And like, we ended up turning it off. But I'm having like a blast and a half watching all these off sports. It's like watching ESPN 8, uh, the Ocho, because it's just <laughs> all these wacky sports uh, shooting. And again, it's because it's in a form where I can just click on it yeah. and now they show me whatever the big wave of the day was for surfing well yeah because you don't you know when it used to be just one nbc network they'd have to pick what they were going to exactly. air exactly and you might like head on over to nbc and be like sweet i want to watch gymnastics but they're airing rowing and there's nothing you can do about it you're like oh well i guess i missed that then i mean yeah no we consume media in a much different way now man and here's let me tell you one thing besides i mean i, I love the fact that skateboarding is now in it's great to see Tony Hawk out there. That's so cool. Cheering on the female yeah. skaters, by the way. Oh, there's a lot of great female skaters. There were. But, man, did we mess up by not getting this in the Olympics back in the 90s? Because you realize Tony Hawk would have made Michael Phelps look like a second-rate oh, jackass with the amount you? of medals that he would have brought oh, home. He would have won everything, every year. Everything. everything. Tony Hawk would have dominated from, like, the age of 16 to probably four or five years ago. Well, it kind of blows this year because Ooh. people aren't missed watching opportunity, it. Missed opportunity, I feel like this entire games is a missed opportunity because there's a lot of stuff happening that is historically relevant during these games, but nobody gives a shit because the Japanese don't want the games yeah. there because nobody's vaccinated. They don't want, you know... Isn't uh, that crazy there's that... A, out of the 600 U.S. athletes, 100 are not vaccinated. So, and, and we have one of the biggest... Um, delegations. That's fucking nuts. So, but I can't believe that there's athletes that aren't vaccinated. Hundred athletes not like, vaccinated. Yeah, balls, man. Um, but it sucks because, like you, like you said, skateboarding. I mean, there's a lot of there's cool shit going on. There's man. cool shit going on. Judo, karate. Oh my god. Um, and like, um, what are they? Call, you call them the underdogs. Um, Ash Barty, who won Wimbledon. She got knocked out in the first. She just won Wimbledon like two yeah. weeks ago. Just got she got knocked out. out in the first round, which is yeah. nuts. Some 18-year-old from like Tunisia won a swimming medal. And like, they're like, he's barely legal. They didn't expect him to win anything. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening in this Olympics. And unfortunately, it's being completely it's, overshadowed it's, it's, by it's, everything else. Yeah, it is very much not a communal. But, no. but we haven't had that moment. It just started. Wait till we get to the big gymnastics moments yeah. and the big swimming moments and you see how those big moments tend to occur. Those are the darlings everyone I just, loves. I felt so bad for the athletes walking in. We, I, I feel bad. We turned off the opening ceremonies. We That's were so boring. bored. Is that boring or well, what? It's boring, but I think they're oh, like, you know, it's, it's toned down because of the, the pandemic. And I'm like, but that's the opening ceremonies are never supposed to be toned Man. down. But like the we athletes. We should just all quit after the Chinese one. <laughs> after China. What year was that? Was that 2012? That was an amazing opening ceremonies. But yeah, all the athletes walking into the stadium and they're like putting, pumping their arms up and there's, yeah. The stadium held 80,000 people and there were less than a thousand yeah. dispersed throughout. So like there's nobody cheering there's no one for there. them. I just. I feel bad. I'm sure the whole vibe is very weird. The, the vibe is weird because weird. you know you're part of something extraordinary because this is the you know and the Olympics that was canceled, yeah, and then rescheduled, yeah. and now we're still dealing with the pandemic, yeah. But then you're like, damn, this might be the only Olympics I ever go to, and there's no Man. spectators, and everybody's protesting. I was sitting there, and you can't even get your Olympic bang on. If you guys didn't know, 
Olympic Village becomes the biggest little whorehouse in Texas um, pretty much as soon as you get done doing whatever you're doing. As soon as you're done with your sport, you're off the clock. You party. You party, and it's been lore that these athletes really don't get the boogaloo on when they're training. No. Because especially guys. Guys love to hold in all that to use it for energy and power and all that shit. So the lore is is that these Olympic athletes from around the world connect in the universal language of love, which is (laughs) boinking. And not only are you going to an Olympics that is marred by controversy, and there's nobody in the stands. There's a goddamn global pandemic, and you can't get within six feet of any of the other Olympic athletes around the entire Olympic village. Did you see the story about the cardboard beds that they said that the, apparently the beds they're giving the athletes are like, you know, re, renewable, reusable, yeah. made out of all right. kinds. Yeah. But they said, <laughs> yeah. But they're like they had to put it together themselves. So, they showed up. They're like, here, put this together. The rumor was that they were made to be uncomfortable, so, so they that wouldn't athletes bang on wouldn't bang on them. And one athlete, that ain't gonna work. One athlete did a TikTok, and he basically like <laughs> jumped up and down on the bed and like tore it up to see if it would. <laughs> and what he proved is basically, yes, you can bang on these beds. He's like, you listen, I'm gonna get my bang on. <laughs> but, I've been waiting to bang someone here for six months. I will tell you, I like the fact that they didn't change the 2020. Everything still oh, yeah. says 2020 yeah. on it because I think that's an important reminder. Yeah. You know, and how much money would it have cost to change the date on everything? That's a lot of merch you, you already had printed up. What what sucks though is you know as soon as this is over, um, you know, the stadium, the 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 dorms, oh, goes, everything goes fucking d- yeah. dr- they'll turn into a morgue for it, everyone that's fucking dying. They'll end up being on a website in 10 years for um, you know, abandoned yeah, Olympic yeah, yeah. stadiums. That's the that's why can we please just do one? Can we just this is dumb, Can yeah. we pick one and like that's the the Olympic global park or whatever the sh- you know shit it is and it just because I hate seeing those articles. Yeah. I hate reading about the Here one in Russia. Here are 20 abandoned Olympic yeah, stadiums. Yeah, because like, I we don't, don't have enough room in this world to have an abandoned Olympic stadium. People need housing. That's all there is to it. Yeah, right. Oh, it's just crazy. I, I, I feel bad because I know you love it, and I don't. I have, I've been an Olympics junkie since I, since I was a kid, and this year is very weird because yeah. the Summer Olympics are my favorite, and I. Not excited about like, it. Like, you don't seem into it. No, I'm it's... not. And even, like, covering the news for it. Like, I, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I thought I'd be, like, dancing in the home studio. Like, I get to cover the Olympics for the news. And all my, all the stories are about COVID outbreaks yeah. within the Olympics. And exactly. people, that's all it is. Yeah. That's it. It's kind of It kind of blows. But, you know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm going back to watching more competitive uh, sport climbing tonight. <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.